to you from the City of Roses. This is the podcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. We love you so much and we think that you're family. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Tell us. To find I'm, trying to, I'm trying to improvise here. Yeah, yeah. Let me know what you think. Do you like it or not? <laughs> That's <laughs> it's good. We're mixing it up here, trying new things. Mixing it up. Yeah, getting crazy. Wickety wackety. Anyhow, thanks guys. Good to see you, Tess. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's always good to hang out with you and do these podcasts. I love it. It's I fun. love it too. So today I thought I would post or talk. Talk about posts. I recently actually I see this all the time on Instagram and it bugs me. I see people being just nasty about clients. It's so painful for me to watch. And I feel the pain because trust me, we've been in business now for 17 years. In fact, even today, we had a really kind of unpleasant experience with a client. So yeah, so that happens. And we want to talk about that and maybe what's the right way to go about it and what's the bad way to go about it as far as Instagram, what, what we see on Instagram. But before we do that, let me just go a few quick announcements. First and foremost, we have Tustin's last retention course going on. Next class, our first class of the year is going to be February 26th, 27th with Allie at The Last Anarchist in Scottsdale. You can go to the link in the bio in our Instagram or the show notes here and you can buy your tickets today. It's a complete paradigm shift on how you do lashes. It is not your typical lash class. It's a specialist class. It's like mm-hmm. this, okay, okay, I've learned classic, I've learned volume, and now you want to evolve your technique and try some new things. That's what this class is about. It's not about teaching you basics. Of anything. It's only for people who've been doing lashes at least for a year. It's a difficult class, I have to tell you. It's painful. That yeah. it's, it is painful because it's going to change your whole paradigm and your whole perspective, even how you look at the lashes, how they're placed, how your hands are placed, your contact points. So- not for the faint of heart, but I promise you it does well deliver it. results. It's $1,800, and if you're a LashCast Insider, we actually send out code usually, so you might get a discount on that. So that's a good reason to become our insider. Again, go to our Instagram link in the bio, and you can sign up to be an insider today to get discounts on all our things. We also have classes in March 7th through the 8th in Sydney. We're still looking for a place, at least when we're recording this, we were. So if you're in Sydney and have a place, let us know. Austin, Texas, April 9th and 10th, we're going to be with Shelby at Lash Boss Radio. May 14th and 15th, we'll be Stephanie from Fangirl Society in New York. So that's our upcoming classes. Be look out for that. Go Buy your tickets before they're all sold out because we only have 10 seats, guys. And after that, that's it. So you do not want to delay. And we have payment plans too. So you can divide up your payments so you don't have to eat it all in one payment. All right. Let's get into today's topic about posting. And I guess I don't know what to call this. And maybe by the time we post this, I'll come with a name. But the idea is we got to stop mean posting. We talk about, oh, I want to cut that negativity on my life. Oh, I hate when people are negative. Well, I think a lot of you guys out there who don't want to be negative are the very ones who are extremely negative. Because when you go on and you just attack your clients and complain about them and post mean comments, like you're trying to educate them through an Instagram post, uh, yeah, right, really? So that's negative, guys. And that's not building a professional, uplifting, good-feeling brand. Can you imagine, I was like, you know, doctors. Can you imagine if you were looking online, you, you're following your doctor, and your doctor like, I'm so effing tired of my clients coming late to all my appointments, blah, 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 blah. I'd like, what? like the gynecologist. I'm so tired of people coming in stinky. <laughs> yeah. so, their feet smell and why don't they wash their bodies you know you never hear any of that or, or even did it oh my gosh yeah. they can complain all day i'm sure about people's nasty teeth and breath and all that but they don't or being late or bringing or drinking coffee 
before, just before their dental appointment, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure there's a litany of things that they hate. I've never seen a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer or any of these people post complaints and bitch and moan about it. They're just professionals, right? And that's what we want you guys to be. We want you to be professionals. You want to always take the high road. Don't get in the mud with everyone and start doing I know it feels good at first. But in the long run, I think it's a loss for you. I don't think it's, it doesn't reflect well on you. It does not. There is a place for that camaraderie and the humor that comes around bonded, you know, shared experiences of really hard to, you know, deal with clients. There's places that are appropriate, but we don't, we're encouraging you to not do nasty posts because it reflects poorly on you. I know it feels empowering at first. Like, yeah, I just told them, I gave them what they deserve. And then you get by 80 or 90 or 100 last artists going, yeah, I totally agree with you. I'm 100% on board with you. And they're all like posting like, like, like. Meanwhile, this is supposed to be your account for clients and you're posting something nasty about them. And then all they see is a bunch of last artists piling on and going crazy, for like frantic, like piranhas you know, with, with, in the water, just going all frenzied. And it's like, that's not attractive. I assure you, there are clients who are maybe looking at you and thinking about coming. They're not coming now. Think about a high-end brand like Chanel, Dior, YSL, right? It's aspirational. They're not bitching about the clients that come in looking for free things or the ones that can't quite afford it and the kind of hedging and the games that people play to try to get a, a better value. They don't make fun of that. It just is aspirational. And can you imagine how that would go over if that's what Chanel started to do? Look at these cheap girls that are trying to come in here and buy our stuff. I mean, they make you feel that way when you go into the store. I know. It's, <laughs> it's just part of the price tag. You know, but, you feel that way. But their campaigns aren't about that. Their campaigns are all about attracting clients, making people want to come in. And, of course, they get people in their stores that can't afford their services and probably act stupid and all that. And they probably say, I'm so sorry, ma'am, but you can't afford this. And no, know. nobody says that. You oh, can't. Okay. You I don't would. say that. You but you just, I'm just saying, though, you come in, you quickly realize you can't afford it, and you leave, and that's it. But they act professional. They don't mock you. They don't make fun of you. They don't go on Instagram and post all sorts of weird things. Like, look at today's fool who came to our store, right? <laughs> Can you imagine? No, it's not, not the way it works. So if you want to be that high-end, classy, aspirational brand, then you need to act that way in everything you do. So what exactly are you saying not to do? Well, I, I, the need, big I thing, think you need to be the, the big clear. thing is this, is I see people literally either trying to put down a client, like, let me share a story about this client. They'll go on Facebook, they'll go on Instagram, and they will bash someone. I can't believe they did this, and everyone piles on and supports them. Or they'll do this weird kind of like, I'm going to now repost my rules of what it means to come to my salon. And one, if you're late, you're fired. Two, if you- um, if your Dirty lashes. Coming, you're fired. You know, or you don't come in. You know, like there's these nasty, mean posts that definitely scare people away. Do not, I know if you're frustrated when you post this and you need to take that frustration, put it somewhere. And that's why you should come to places like LashCon. That's why you could come to other conferences and other trainings and meet people like mine. You can- Sit there and to bitch find and moan. solutions. Yeah, you and know? find solutions. Camaraderie. But, and-, and when we're coaching programs there, you can come and talk to us about your problems and we'll help you walk through it. But otherwise, just throwing a post out there bashing your client or trying to school your client on the rules of what it means isn't appropriate. I've also seen posts where they, it's really written to lash artists, but they're bashing clients. Like they're saying, do you hate it when your clients do this? Do you hate your client when it does this? So they post all these things that everyone hates and now everyone, all the class lash artists get on board and go, yeah, yeah, I hate it. And then they look at the person's page and that page is meant for clients. It's literally, they are trying to market themselves to the local community. And right now they're posting stuff that's marketed really 
to lash artists. And really, if you want to have both, you really have to have two pages. This is another side note here. If you want to, say, start building your training page or you want to start attracting lash artists, well, then you should have a page that's just for lash artists and you should have a page that's just for your clients because you have two different messages. You, you, you shouldn't mix the two. You're going to scare people away or frustrate people if one post is all about, here's my lashes, why I'm the best lash salon in Pasadena. And the next day, like, and by the way, bitches, um, this is why you know I hate <laughs> clients because they do this and this and this. They smell. And they smell, whatever. It's like, wait, what? What are you doing? You're messaging is so confusing and you wonder why your Instagram isn't taking off. It's because you're trying to appease the lash artist because you know they're going to climb around and like, 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 and that's his vanity. You just want the likes. It doesn't help your business, but it gives you all the likes. And at the same time, you're putting off clients and actually losing the very people who pay you money, right? Yeah, we don't want that for you. We don't want that for you. So that's kind of what my beef is, and that's what we're raging against today. And hopefully you guys can hear my passion in this because I, I really do. I cry almost sometimes. When I see stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh, why are they doing that? And then, you know, and ah. Let's talk about some solutions. Is that the right attitude to have? You're fired. Yeah. Well, first, You're fired. if you have a problem with someone, we always suggest you meet with that person one-on-one. This is whether you have a team member, whether you have a client, it doesn't matter. Doing mass mailings or yell emails or Instagram posts bashing people or sharing your rules of the road. No one cares. No one's listening to that. It's just wah, 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 it's wah, wah. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Really is. There is something empowering. I have to say, one of the reasons why many of us got into business for ourselves is because we wanted to be able to make the rules and we wanted to have some control over things. And so as we're finding our way, as we're establishing our place in the world, there comes a time when you you really do feel defensive about the rules and very protective of yourself because for the first time in your life, you're like, I'm the boss. I'm going to make the rules. I'm a grown-up. So I understand that. And there was a time when I had these same feelings and I had these same principles guiding me and they didn't work. They didn't really serve me. And, and let me explain why. When somebody comes in and it's difficult to deal with, if you do not learn how to solve that problem and resolve it in a good way, just eliminating that person won't eliminate the problem because she's going to come back and haunt you. She's just going to have a different name and a different face. It's going to be the same issue. So the best thing to do is to learn how to deal with any kind of adversity. And it's not fun. This is why we had a sign in the back room that said, our our most unhappy customers are our greatest source of learning. I even had a situation today where I had a client come in and my first thought always goes to, I never want to see you again. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm going to tell Paul, I'm going to text him, don't ever, you know, don't fuck her again. But as I'm calming down and coaching myself through this moment, I'm like, you know what? I have to preach the truth to myself and I've got to figure out how to solve this problem because I haven't had it in a while. It's not often that no, people it's, rile it's me. It's probably been years. Yeah. <laughs> so. so when I am riled, it's like, ooh, you know, I feel like I'm the queen. So how dare I feel riled, right? No, it was a really good moment for me to reflect and say, I still need to figure out how to solve this problem. I still need how to have this conversation with this client so that it doesn't happen either again or it doesn't continue to haunt me because it doesn't make sense for me to say, I'm just not going to see you again because that problem can likely happen with anybody else. Most of our frustrations come from the fact that we don't have good boundaries. 
and we don't have good set policies that we, we enforce, right? And so what you do is you allow the frustration to build up. You let the no-show get away with it. You let the cancellation get away with it. You get the person who's always late get away with it. And you never enforce it until finally you're at a breaking point. You're like, mother effer, I'm going online, and I'm going to just share it with the world. And that, they deserve it, and they do. And they do. They do. But that's not the way to do it. That's not the right way to do it. What you really need to start doing is when someone breaks your boundary or breaks your rules or your policy, you enforce it. And you do it with love and kindness and humility. And you always take the high road. But I assure you, it's going to be empowering because you're going to be like, okay, I'm sorry you late canceled. But as you know, we have a 24-hour cancellation policy. So we are going to charge you for 50% of the bill. We have your credit card on file, so you can maybe do it then. Or if you don't have it on filing, say next time you come in, you can just pay for it with your next appointment. Well, I am never going to come back here again. That's exactly the point. That's what you want. <laughs> so that person who disrespects you, guess what? They fire themselves. Everyone always talks about firing clients. I don't like firing clients. I like clients firing themselves because it's on them. And they do. So when you enforce their policy, they will not always. Sometimes they'll back off and like, okay, you're not a pushover. Okay, what about the client that comes in? Oh, I'm parking. I'm parking. I'm parking 15 minutes later. I'm still parking. Then they come up and it's a half an hour into their appointment. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to make you late. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to mess up your day. What do you say? I say we will do the best we can with the time we have left. Your appointment is scheduled from 1.30 to 3 and we'll be done at 3. And she gets up at the table and she says, but my lashes aren't done. That's okay. I'm so sorry if you remember you came 30 minutes late. But what we can do if you want some more lashes, I don't have time right now, but we can book another time soon to come have you come in and finish your appointment. Oh. And there will be a fee for that though. Oh, okay. And well, guess yeah. what? You do that once, most clients will get in line and they won't be late. They will get, and we, Tuss has like two clients who are always late anyways, but they know that. And they pay for the full appointment even if they only get an hour. And that's his life and they totally understand that. But, Somebody comes late for a facial, 15 minutes late. Yeah. You say, when they come in, you're not mad at them. No. What you do is you say, take a deep breath. You made it. I'm so glad. Do you need to go to the bathroom? You're not like, hurry up, get on the table because it's their time they're wasting, not yours. Yep. You do the service and you say, this side isn't going to look as full. I made it as even as I could. Or with the facial, I can't really do the massage today, but if we could just do the meat and potatoes, you stop the service at the same time that you were planning. Yep. You don't rush to try to get everything in. You just try to make it look as even as you can. And you tell them, you know, before they get off the table, it's probably not as full as you like it. If you want, you can book some additional time. But you have all that time during the service to prepare what you're going to say, and you're going to end the service at the same time. So it doesn't come out of your hide. Exactly. I think most of us hate confrontation. We really do. We'll avoid confrontation to go to the ends of the earth. But the problem is eventually you break because you keep avoiding it, keep avoiding it, keep avoiding it. The client takes advantage, client takes advantage. So you finally break, and then you go out and you post something nasty on Instagram or you send an email to your client base or something like that. And we just don't want you doing that. You need to just learn, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's just part of life. You're just going to have to embrace it. You just said you want to be a boss. You want to be a business owner. Well, welcome to the real world, guys. You now get to do things like have grown-up talks with other grown-ups who are not abiding by your policies. And it's not fun. I hate it still today. I still, we've had one client recently who started saying her lashes aren't full after, you know, as full as she'd want them. And she always wanted a free fill because we get, or, or a touch-up because we say in the first seven days, you're not happy with your lashes. Call us. We'll get you in. We'll take care of it. So twice she did it. And so after the two weeks, time, I after said, two weeks, yeah. she'd come back in and she's like, I just need 30 minutes. Yeah. And I want free. 
So after the second time, I said, you know what? I understand that you aren't happy with your lashes, but right now we can't continue to do this. So one of two things we can do. We can either extend your appointment times now to maybe a two-hour appointment to an hour and a half, so we have more time to get lashes in, or we can shorten your times between appointments, so maybe you come in every three weeks instead of every four weeks. And she said no to both. And I said, well, we're not going to do any more free touch-ups anymore. And she said, okay. So the next time she came in, then I had a conversation with her and I'd said, so let me explain what's going on with your lashes. And I took a picture. She's like, they're just not lasting. And I said, this is all new growth. Do you see that? And I also pointed out, this is one of the gals that has very, very short, very shallow lashes, very much mimicked her eyebrows and there weren't any. So I said, what happens is your lashes are not very strong so and they don't grow past a millimeter. So you have a turnover that's quite high and you need to come in more often. It's just like your eyebrows. So I'm not responsible for how they grow out. I can only be responsible for what I put on. So if this is the wear that you're able to present with, there's nothing I can do about it unless you want to spend more money or more time in the chair. So that she understands that, right? Yeah. And that's what our whole goal, guys, here is really about communication. It's about having good policy up front. So make sure that they sign something when they first become a client that says, I understand your policies. Make sure that you have it on your website. Make sure it's having your email that you send out or maybe even your text if you need to. And even if you do do all that, still remember to have grace and take the high road. For example, we do all that. We have people sign. We tell people everything that is pertinent to them is in the text for confirmation. Like today, somebody said I was charged more and I didn't know about it. And even though we put that in the confirmation text, we had to take the high road and said, I'm really sorry that we didn't verbally tell you this information, even though we knew it was already out there. She needed to hear us um, say that we heard her and we needed to eat that. You know, we needed to say, I'm sorry. We assumed that you would know. Um, And by the way, it's not we just do this infinitely. We will take notes on this. And if this happens again, we'll say, wait a minute. We told you last time, if we take an extra half hour, it's going to cost more. So we ate the first time, but this we're not going to eat it the second time. That's right. So somebody somebody who late cancels, we, this was always our policy. We give people one free time. We wouldn't announce that because everyone would take advantage of it. But if somebody called and said, hey, I'm going to be 30, I've got to cancel right now. You know, it's five minutes before the appointment. We, you know, we would tell them the policy. We'd say, well. Yeah. The policy was if you cancel within 24 hours, we charge you 50% of your cost. If that person started to throw a fit, sometimes they would say, okay, I understand. And that would be it. More times than not, actually, because they know it's their bad. And they'd be, okay, I'll pay it. But, you know, you get those ones that are like, what? I've been a loyal client. What? I've never done this before. What? I'm never going to come to you again. And then in those cases, we'd always say. For this one time, we will waive our fee. But the next time if this happens, and I'm sure it won't, but if it happens again, we will charge you that. Okay, price. thank you, thank you. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, no problem. Yeah, and then so, we go ahead and book them again. And, and you put set. that in the notes so that you can say that next time. Yeah, so I would always look up when I – actually, I always do this. This is a default setting. I forgot about it. It's been so while, long. When a client calls on the phone and I see their name pop on the phone, I immediately go to the computer and I immediately look up their account. Even as I'm answering the phone, like, hi, this is Paul. How can I help you, Mrs. Jones or whatever? And – while I'm doing that, I am looking up their number and their information and their notes field. Because if they're calling me, it's probably because you're changing the appointment 
or they want to move something or something, or they're disputing something. And I just want to be right on top of it. So as soon as they say, oh, I need to cancel, especially if it's a client's coming that day, and I need to look right now and see, oh, wow, they canceled three months ago. So when they call now and say, I'm going to cancel last second, say, I'm so sorry that you're canceling last second. But unfortunately, we did waive this fee last time you did, but we did inform you that if you did it again, we'd have to charge you. And today, we're going to have to charge you for this appointment. And that, I know it's uncomfortable, but you have to do that. It's for your own sanity, by the way. If you don't do this, you get mad and angry inside. And, and then you put texts out that don't reflect on you that well, you yeah, know. They make you look bad. They just make you look yeah. like you're mean-spirited and you're negative. Sometimes unhinged. Yellow unhinged. And that's not the way to build a high-end, classy business. So, Like I get the frustration. Yeah, I mean, we feel your pain. Guys, we've been in this business longer than anyone. So we, we've encountered, I mean, Tusty's been doing skincare or lashes for like 25 plus years. So lashes for 17 of those and skin for the other. So she is, has lots of experience, a lot of frustration. She gets shared Lots of stories. Sh- shady stories. Yeah. yeah, so that said, this doesn't come from a path of, or a side of empathy. We get your pain, but there's just better ways to approach it and deal with it. That's why we want to do this today. We just want to say, next time that happens, don't laugh out don't attack the person reach out to them personally the person who's making you upset and start enforcing don't your text policies. it don't text them either call them yes or, or wait till you see them in person yeah. and you're talking to them in person yeah and if you need to you can text and say hey i just left you a message i'd love to talk to you don't tell them i'm really mad at you and you pissed me off and i can't believe you've done this and then you know i'm gonna da, 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 da. no no that's all left for the over the phone conversation or the one-on-one and when they see them in person conversation, not texting, even voicemail. Don't leave a voicemail. Just be prepared to talk about it. Give them grace the first time. Yep. Take notes, and then you're going to be a better person for it. Yeah, and then you will attract more and more cool people because you're being nice. You're going to attract the same kind of clients. And you the will, riffraff will fire themselves. Believe me, yeah. they, they, they will find somebody else to push around. Exactly. So I think that covers this one. Yeah. So thanks so much, Tess. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, guys. That's a wrap. We are all done. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at The Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And guys, if you could write a review today, we would love it. We really... It's like l- life it for is. us. It's, uh, I get very excited and I go home and I eat eat a lot of ice cream like just you know because it's like it's just validation that what we're doing counts yes you know we want to make sure that we're not just talking to ourselves talking to ourselves in a room yeah all right on behalf of my lash egg baby tusney i want to thank you for taking some time to listen keep on lashing and remember you have a friend in the lash industry